0: episode 202 of panelology i'm alex i'm jenna and i am brian how is everyone this week not sick
1: afraid to (laughs) cough in public
0: yeah not sick just make sure if you cough in public it's a nice wet one because dry coughing is a symptom of covid wet coughing (laughs) that's just allergies that's just gross
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's a damp cough you got there
2: Oh, don't I'm not going to make it worse then, but you know I could. Yeah, that's why
1: I said damp. Stop doing it. <sighs> Grips. Yeah. Wash your hands. Anyway.
0: Wash your hands, don't touch your face. Yep.
1: You Again, go. listen to that banger of a Vietnamese pop song. Have you not heard it? Nope. No. Oh, I'm going to link you guys later, don't you worry. Cool. Brian, how about
0: you? Uh,
2: yeah, I had a uh, I actually had a really good week. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Um, mostly I found out that my son, who is going to be home from her spring bake, is not going back to school. <laughs> they're going to be uh, <laughs> they're going to be distance learning for the rest of the year. Which I don't know how the hell they're going to do their
0: labs, but you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, you walk in and there are just test tubes sitting in a water bath on your kitchen. Somehow, counter.
1: your son has found a fetal pig and is dissecting oh, it. Oh, it's no, fine. that will
2: his his chemistry for Georgia Tech experiments will not be allowed inside of my house (laughs) nope hey
0: dad can I borrow the immersion circulator (laughs) yeah are there any any coffee cups you won't mind missing or you won't miss if they're uh caked melted yeah melted
2: ceramic coffee cups (laughs) hey that sounds about right that
0: uh that would be impressive let me tell you (laughs) I was thinking more like chemical reactions that ruin the vessel they're in, but that works too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
2: Good stuff. Good stuff. You know what else was good this week, Alex?
0: Um, What? Comic books. Oh.
2: We should talk about them.
0: It always confuses me when Brian tries to segue. (laughs) But I will allow it just this once. Thank you. Decorum number one. The book about which I have none.
1: No, no. We have no idea what this book is really about because it's called Decorum. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow
2: I identify far better with the uh, courier than I do with the assassin. So say we all?
1: (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Indeed. So I didn't know that she was going to be a courier like the whole book. Yeah? Yeah. Also, this is, like, it's beautiful. Yeah, I... Those first few pages where it just flips through different kinds of art is gorgeous.
0: I mean, look, I adore Hickman. This is well documented, but... Yes. The art is the strongest thing about this book, and yeah. that is saying something.
2: That is saying something. Um, it threw me a lot though, because I thought I had a, a decent idea of what this book was. What be the fuck like was going about. on? But like the whole first half of it is like just like this. It's almost like an image overload. Yeah, it's just like. So much coming at you so fast with just, and I mean, like I would say in the first probably twelve pages, there's like two or three panels that have words, and that's it. Yeah, it's so fat, and then, and then of course you know you have like four pages of just text because it's Jonathan Thinkman. But well, <laughs> yes, all, all the words are just <laughs> delayed, right? Then you get into the part that was much more what I expected it to be. Yeah, right. So. It, it, but it all came together very, very nicely, in my opinion.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. I think the other thing about that first chapter that is, along the same lines, like, like it takes some um, processing power. The art style in this is not one single style. It is almost like panels are in different stages of completion, except mm-hmm. they are complete panels. They're just, some are fully colored, some are more realistic some are more sketched they're they're it's like we took four different comic four different versions of what this comic could look like and sort of put them together and like that first chapter without any dialogue in it like learning to sort of parse visually the rules of this book yeah you know it kind of eases you into that too
2: that Mm -hmm. is exactly what it reminded me of alex is like you know in like a director's cut or whatever well they'll have the you know, like two or three pages where they do like four different steps, right? Yeah. The, or, the penciling step and the sketching step and the and the inking step. Or if and you like,
0: buy like the number ones of certain Marvel books on Comicsology, right. instead of twenty pages, they're hundred and thirty pages because it's every penciled right. page and every <laughs> inked and every yeah. unlettered colored. Yeah,
2: it's like they took each page and for each panel, they just randomly took from one of the different completed steps and kind of put it together to make yeah. that page. It's it's super cool, but It's very different.
0: Yeah. And like, it feels a little random. I get the vibe that sort of the idea and like, let me make sense out of a Hickman book in the first issue. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. I kind of get the vibe that it's almost weighted to where they want or expect you to focus. Like, maybe maybe in some sort of sleight of hand way, but maybe just in like, this is an important page or an important panel. It goes full detail. This is something quick that's happening like fog of battle. It'll be a little sketchier a little bit i don't think it's a hundred percent but like i I, I feel like there's some of that there
1: it really felt like a download to me like you're getting all of this information that you really just can't cipher through all of it at once so just get all these images
0: yeah that's that's a i like that that's a good way of putting it
2: and and i do think you're right because i'm looking kind of back through here and a lot of the ones that are colored as opposed to just black and white panels have more of the it's um, it, that those are the ones that have more text in them, more yeah. dialogue in them to like zero in on, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, it reminds me a little bit in that way of Stepan Shayek's creator owned work where like the big emotional beats are the full page spreads that he puts the most detail into and like this page is six panels of dialogue, those are a little sketchier. Like it's right. not a one to one, but it's sort of that same that right. same prioritizing. Just with that different rules. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I really did like this though. Yeah. I <laughs> we could just sit here and talk about the art and never get into what's oh, actually going on. Easily, easily. Yeah. What's actually going on? <laughs> Gen, you tell us. <laughs> that um, is Brian throwing you under the bus.
1: Cool. It's a Hickman book. That's what's going on. No. Um. <laughs> so it's this big intergalactic society thing, right? Where we have assassins and black market dealers and a whole bunch of shit, right? I have no idea what's going on. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you op- know, I mean, once... The comic actually starts instead of just this massive download to your brain pan. It opens with this courier getting her job which i didn't know that she was a courier at first i kind of thought that she was going to be an assassin (laughs) right but she wasn't polite so i was like oh so she is reluctantly doing this job cool um but it it tells you before you get to her it tells you that you know there's this plague that is started on worlds that are being assimilated basically and some people cannot afford the cure to these plagues which by the way the timing of this was
0: yeah I know. hey bud
1: (laughs) hey bud bad timing
0: Jonathan Hickman's galaxy braid
1: yeah um. So, in order to be able to pay for the cure later, they are put into stasis, and their family members basically have to save money and hope that they can get them out. And if they can't, their bodies are destroyed so as to not spread the plague that the people who have the cure started. Yeah. Fun times. So you yeah. kind of get the sense that the the courier in this I cannot remember her name at all. I can't remember any of their names because I, yeah, I don't everything that I could visually see was more important than what their names were for some reason. Um. So you assume that this courier has somebody who has the plague because they're reluctantly doing this job that they their boss knows that they don't have an option to not do it.
0: Neha. Her Neha. name is Neha. Neha. Yep.
1: Okay. So she shows up on the planet that she's performing this job on and there's already an assassin there trying to kill the mark that she thinks that she is taking the delivery to. That's all I got. That's all I got, y'all.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And And then it turns out her delivery was not to this crime boss. Yeah. But to the assassin that was there. Right. <laughs> Which is how they got a weapon in.
1: Yeah, I love her, like, you're one awesome. minute late. Yeah. Indeed.
0: The actual assassination is, like, finished ink dark art with just almost watercolor mm-hmm. oh, on yeah. gunfire and targets and all of that. Like, the sense of motion in just black and white and barely colored, like, very intentionally colored pages is amazing. Like, the mark is Technicolor Dreamcoat Pants. Mm-hmm you. <laughs> and everything else is just the weapons and the blaster fire and it's fantastic. Um, The first third of this book is the colonial history of one of these planets because that's the other sort of like driving thing throughout this is the not just the someone has engineered this virus to control but like the history of colonization and empire building and sacrificing planets and people for empire is the, the, the best background for for this yep yeah and we're left at the end with the assassin
2: looking at the courier and saying you know basically oh now what do i do with you <laughs> someone's going
0: to be trained as an assassin yeah
1: they're gonna have to try and make her polite
0: i love the like two-page spread that is the tease for the next issue as well at the very end of the book oh yeah it's like fully colored and inked out and it just says decorum too things get sketchy mm.
2: and it's so much less sketchy
0: than the actual art in the rest of the book yeah and it's like this weird hodgepodge of skyscrapers and giant mushrooms oh yeah
1: and like sort of western feeling why is it sort of western feeling well there's
0: a dude with a six shooter and a poncho front and center but also like a school bus and a dinosaur and I know
1: but like I I guess it's the color palette like with everything else it still feels western
0: yes (laughs) the color palette definitely yeah
2: Yeah, and he's, he's He's in a, he's in a, you know, he's about to draw in a uh, duel with an, like an alien creature with four, insect type creature with four arms and something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> It's like, okay, this is so much. Um, also, I love this variant. Did you guys see this variant? That's beautiful. Oh, that's nice.
1: Who Who is that? Who did that? I assume
0: who, who it? that's Huddleston. Let me see if it says in the issue.
1: It's like. So since this is an audio medium, there's like a skull with a black silhouette of a dude on top of it. And these, I don't know, it's just beautiful and it's all like black and white and red.
2: Yeah, it doesn't say in the main one. Yeah, there's no credits page in this, is there? Not really. It's, It's kind of in the first one. It's just in the... Oh, I see. Yeah. And it doesn't have a variant cover artist for it.
0: Well, hang on a second. I'll look it up.
2: I'm betting it is probably Huddleston because, you know, this is like their creator owned its
0: image. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Sweet. It's very cool, though. I did the Google super fast. Yay. Thank you, Google. And Jen. Mostly Jen.
1: (laughs) No, mostly Google.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mostly Google. (laughs) I love it. We'll call it an equal partnership.
1: Neither could have been
0: successful without the other.
1: (laughs) No, they're pretty successful without me.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, okay. In this singular particular endeavor.
1: (laughs) However, I need them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you tried living a being-only life, but...
1: Oh, don't even. Don't even. Oh my god, so my new computer came with whatever Internet Explorer is now. Microsoft Edge? Edge, I don't know. Yeah, Edge.
0: They were edging you.
1: (laughs) Every time I type something into the search bar, is just like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I hate you so much. oh
2: yeah. yeah. What what's really going to be fun is uh Edge is moving to a Chromium engine, so it's actually you know essentially going to be a variant of Chrome. <laughs> but it, of course, it's Microsoft, so it will still use Bing. I'm sure by default. Of course. It's like oh my god, that's the worst. Come on.
0: I mean, it truly is a browser for people who just don't want satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. All right. Decorum I hardly know him. Reaver, I hardly know her. One-two punch, ha ha! Can't stop me, Brian. Wow. <laughs> uh,
2: so this is uh, this is issue number seven. This is the first issue after the the complete first art, and really, uh, it seems like in this one we are going to focus down to just two characters, uh, which are the best two characters from the first. Oh, arc. good. Oh, good. Yeah, it, it, it's Essen and the uh, and the little the little assassin thief.
1: The little cannibal?
2: Uh Uh-huh. The cannibal thief, yes. Um... And Essen goes to this new city that is essentially in between the Empire and the 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 Escaton or whatever the other the two big empires, right? Right. So it's kind of the neutral city, and it's where you know all the people who are have to escape from both sides are hanging out. So of course, you know it's the it's the hive of scum and villainy type place. (laughs) Um, So he goes and finds uh, an old friend there who is uh, owns a bar now and of course immediately gets into trouble and uh
1: oh oh, he went to the tavern okay
2: well no he he's fine at the tavern it's something else that happens but um he like everything about this is just it is like the best fantasy story with wonderful art and the characters are just different enough that uh, that they're they're super interesting and I love it.
1: I need this as a D anD D campaign, right? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. With like you know the, the little cannibals as a race you can play. And mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: uh huh. You bet. Would you say they're fine, young cannibals? Oof. <laughs> Do they drive you crazy? I'm not taking the bait. Then we will move on. The Amazing Spider Man <laughs> number forty one. So uh, we finally learn why. Mayor Wilson Fisk wants Boomerang. There is a mystical tablet that would give him control over reality, and Boomerang <laughs> knows where its pieces are.
2: Yeah. And the uh yeah, the, the the city worker who cataloged and mapped all these pieces out thought Boomerang was a good yeah, good person to hold this secret. Cuz
0: it was right after Civil War uh, Secret right. Empire. It was right after yes. Secret Empire Boomerang had just helped take down a Shield carrier. He was being yeah. heralded as a hero. And Fisk had just become mayor, and this was like this guy was like, Oh well, Boomerang's right here. Let me tell him, let me download all this in his brain. Also I know magic. Yeah. Also also oops, Boomerang's I'm like, dead.
2: And Boomerang was like, Well, Iron Man was there. He kind of really carried most of it, but you know <laughs> He was a hologram. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. It's, it's so good. Boomerang and, and, and Spider-Man together are a, like, working together are so much more interesting to me than, than fighting each other. It's so good.
0: Yeah. Um, I love it. I am also just, the more we get Peter and Boomerang working together, the more personally satisfied I am for my very called shot 40 issues ago. Yeah. Um, That's it. That's all. There's not a lot else to say about this one. It's a very fun issue, but it's like, here is this history and here is a montage of hunting these pieces and... Uh, there are sewer rat people, vermin, and, uh, then some sort of giant sewer monster.
2: Yeah. Which has to be what the creature from this other plane where the tablet was vanished. I'm I guessing. bet. I bet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Brian- and, then, and, then, oh. and then we get, oh, don't forget the little like three or four page mini oh, story yeah. in the back about what's going to be coming up at some point in the future. Right. Yeah. Which is essentially Count Nefaria, uh, gathering some folks together to create a new lethal legion. Yes. Yeah, because that's going to go well.
0: Oh yeah, that'll be a great day for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gwen Stacy number two. Tell me about it, Brian.
2: All right, so I don't think we really talked about the first one. This is Gwen before she met Peter. Yeah, um, like he is in literally one panel, and I think all of the first two issues. And it's when they go to the library, he's sitting there studying. But like that's is that's as much involvement as he has in this, right? <laughs> Uh and then like the news channel mentions Spider Man a couple of times, right? So like that's but it's really Gwen and um uh Harry, Osborne and Gwen's boyfriend at the time. Um and this is very, very much like it, it reads a lot like a Nancy Drew book. Cool or story. Uh where she's kind of investigating and trying to do this. Um it's also got two uh female police officers who work for her father and Uh, Jean DeWolf is one of them right and they are awesome in this like and her like hanging out with them and and talking to them and leveraging them to to investigate some stuff it's just really really good I am enjoying this very very much cool yeah. Uh, there comes a point where she has to figure out, they kind of start figuring out that Green Goblin might be behind this, mm. right? And so she's trying to, she, she starts investigating to try to figure out who Green Goblin is. And she goes to ask uh, Norman Osborn about the glider. And, you know, of course, when she comes to ask him about Green Goblin, he kind of freaks out a bit. And uh, then they talk about how, and, and he, she's like, he's like, why are you coming to me? You don't think... And she's like, oh gosh, no, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> is,
0: this, is this trying to give some context to the Green Goblin's killing Gwen Stacy that's beyond just, oh, Spider-Man cares about her? It's It hasn't done that
2: yet. I don't know if it will or not, okay. but it has certainly not done that yet. But um, maybe it'll add
1: a lot more conflict to it.
2: It, it could. And you know, and I'm not. It's not to say that you know it doesn't get to a point where she kind of really starts suspecting him, and maybe that's like yeah. a, a secondary reason, right? I don't know. It's not there yet, though.
0: Yeah.
2: But this is very enjoyable. Cool. I, I like this very much.
0: All right, Hawkeye Freefall
2: number four.
1: <laughs> Woo! Best book. <laughs>
2: this book. <laughs> By the way, I, like I, I, I'm not going to go into it. This whole issue is my quote of the week. It's all so good. Just the it's whole thing. All so good. Because Clint it, and his internal monologuing is the absolute best. Yes. So also good.
1: anytime anybody talks about Clintbot.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: Or or about throwing Clintbot into a river. He'll <laughs> I hope.
2: Just as an example is the one where where they show up and he, he goes and, and Bobby, Mockingbird, Bobby Moore shows up. And he's like, hmm, typical. My ex-wife is always screwing up everything by caring about me.
0: <laughs> I personally like when he and the scroll morphed into him have to kill and dump a body of a robot version of him, an LMD of him. Yeah. Uh, because, oops, this is too many Clint's running around. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Yes.
1: I like when he grabs a scroll on the train and just says, "Do me." <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's like
0: it's like that joke from uh, Kimmy Schmidt about them making a sequel to the Spider-Man musical, Spider-Man Two: Too Many spider men <laughs> This is Hawkeye Freefall: Too Many Hawkeyes. Too many Hawkeyes.
1: Yes. Uh... I think it was just enough.
2: <laughs> the 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 other thing that I love is is when he meets Natasha right uh she is like like there is never a single doubt in Natasha's mind of who who is Ron, who Ronan is yeah. who this Ronan is like like she doesn't even <laughs> doesn't even mm. flinch about telling him I, no I know it's you and like by the way like I, I thought you were just jealous of of you know me and Winter Soldier he was like wait what's going on with you and Winter
1: Soldier
2: <laughs> 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 and she's like but if i knew you had this Ronan thing in you then maybe uh <laughs> 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 it's like
1: damn The actual best part of this issue, though, I know I've said a lot of things are funny, is when he's waving his fucking hand in front of Daredevil's face. Yes. Because he's like, is this guy, can he not see through his mask? What? And and Daredevil grabs his hand and is like, why are you doing that? Yes.
0: Okay,
1: can definitely see. Got it. (laughs) Can definitely see. Definitely. Daredevil can definitely see. So much. So much. (laughs)
0: Spider-Man tries to stop. He's like, there's only one thing I can do to stop him. I'm gonna feel like shit. I need you to trust me because you're my friend.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He was reluctant. Oh, I love that, like, Peter's beating Ronan's ass and then he pulls off the mask and he's like, and Peter's like, yeah, I know. I know, dude. (laughs) He's like, well, then why did you beat my ass? Because you deserved it. Because you deserved it, yes. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> I love that Peter, of all people, said that. Yeah. So good.
2: Yeah, and, like, every time he comes back, like, uh, Daredevil basically tells him that he's forming a group to help gather grab- yeah, some people to stop Ronan because, you know, he has to be stopped. Mm-hmm. And, like, every time he meets up, there's more of his old friends there to stop Ronan <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he's got to deal with. <laughs> it gets bigger and bigger.
1: So good. Oh.
0: Uh, I love this book. This book so much. is
1: so good. Yes, it oh. is. It is. So we have in no linear way told you what this book is about, though. Nope.
2: And you know what? That's that's exactly what as it should be.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's all
0: just Hawkeye fucking with the hood. <laughs> yep. yep. Thor number four, or as we like to call it, God damn it, Brian, read this book.
1: God damn it, Brian.
0: Thor four. Thor four.
1: So, Better Ray Bill got his fucking bell rung. Poor mm-hmm. thing. Poor guy. Poor Stormbringer. <laughs> no. And, and Sip shows up and she's like, I'm taking Beta Ray Bill back with me. He's like, no, I've got this. She's like, Bill, what day is it? He's like, Monday? Is that a question? You're coming with me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Poor Beta Ray Bill. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Galactus eats a lot of planets.
0: Yes. Four, to be specific.
2: Mm-hmm off that off off his intermittent fasting
0: i think yeah (laughs) yeah i uh like about half of this issue is just sith and thor staring each other down and it is oh yeah the best part of this run to date i love the two of the these two like just thor is trying to bluster and be king and she's like no look i see everything because she's taken uh, uh heimdall's gig yeah um she's like nah i see everything. You're miserable. I get it. I'm taking Bill. Yeah. He tries to throw his hammer at her. She pulls oh. down the Bifrost, intercepts it, and it lands at Loki's feet.
1: <laughs> that was so fucking good. He's like, "Huh. I wonder." And then Brian. And then he fucking picks it up. No, he doesn't. He fucking picks it up. Oh. And they're like, no. "But that's not this story. That's for later."
0: Yeah, like the the narration is like now, the Allfather put this enchantment on the hammer eons ago to be sure that only those who are worthy could pick it up. But enchantments fade. <laughs> well, because Odin isn't the Allfather anymore, Exactly.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. boy.
0: Um. Yeah, there's a lot going on here, and I love it. Hammer's in play, boys! <laughs> it's hammer time! Oh, uh, boy then the black winter
2: arrives yeah Yeah, this is this is one of those i'm I'm like four issues behind and have to just read the whole thing and catch up yeah did you
1: see the face it's got a face why does it have a face i don't like it i mean i didn't want it to be an actual monster they could fight
0: (laughs) i mean well the, the the conceit though is like it appears differently to everyone
1: yeah that's true
0: well
2: jen if the darkness doesn't have a face then when you stare into it how can it
0: stare back If the darkness doesn't have a face, then when you stare in it, how can it wink back?
1: (laughs) That's what it does for me. Did it do that for you, too? I felt special.
0: No, it just
2: flips me off. (laughs) Oh, okay. The real question is, is is it a sexy wink?
1: (laughs) No, 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 it's like a, you're doing good work out there, Wink.
0: Oh, there you go. It's like a kawaii anime girl Wink, little stars (laughs) in its other eye.
1: Yeah, yeah, little, also, also black stars, yes. Yes. It's like black on black, it's very metal. Yeah. One's got kind of
0: a matte finish, the other's a spot gloss, so you can see. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly, that's exactly what it is, and also, it's gorgeous, it's fucking gorgeous, gotta say.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna interject just because the, the timing is too opportune. Uh, We're gonna do solicitations next week, but we kind of miss what is it? Uh, No, May solicitations and April.
0: We've we've missed a couple. We've we've missed a couple (laughs) of months. We fucked this up. We fucked this up. I have
2: to point out they. They did announce the sequel to Dark Metal, and have you oh, heard what it's called?
0: No. Dark Metal. Death Metal. Death Metal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. yes. Oh my God! Here, remind like, me of that oh when God, I give a plug is, later.
2: That is just yeah. so much of what is perfect about that story. Yeah. I think
0: I think we talked about like the first teaser image for it, which was Wonder <sighs> Woman with a chainsaw with a ripcord that is the lasso.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, okay, I just had to throw that out there. That was the best.
0: All right, anything else on Thor? Then it's X-Men time. And we have a new book this week. We do. A uh, X-Men tie-in to beloved Jim Carrey movie cable guy. cable number one the problem was i didn't know when to read this
2: it was in, it was going to be any time from eight o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the afternoon
0: yeah they say that but then they roll in at like 5 15 <laughs> exactly you've just left to go to the grocery store because you've waited all day and need to pick up food so you could cook dinner okay so we have to
2: start where this book starts which is the fact that apparently on karkoa they have a mutant fighting ring
0: well Yes, but remember, Wolverine mentions Nathan is in it for resurrection protocols, which is what we saw in like X Men number six or seven. Right, correct. So I think it's the same thing.
2: Yeah, that could well be, but they call it the quarry and we get the official combat record of wins and losses so far for the quarry and, and the absolute best is the very first match apparently was magic versus gorgon and uh magic i don't want to say lost but uh gorgon won because magic was disqualified and specifically Cable says yeah because and wolverine he's fighting wolverine and actually defeats wolverine and wolverine's like yeah but she kind of cheated You used your telekinetic power he's like there's no rules in the quarry. Well, except for what Magic did that got her disqualified, but you know, that's her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now I have to know what that is.
0: I have to know what that is. I do have to disagree with you though. The best battle on that record oh, oh, right. is Nightcrawler and Blink. Yes. <laughs> that one ended in a draw because teleporter cage match. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, uh and who is the record keeper for the quarry uh silver samurai <laughs> um also, hey, if you're borderline immortal bub, maybe don't make a wager with a time traveler to owe him a favor. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not if you're then gonna lose.
2: The other one that I like is that it, 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 we we also find out that apparently betting on the matches is a big thing. Yeah. And Callisto cleans up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. Not to mention she has won like three of the last four matches, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also, I mean, not a surprise.
0: So after after Kid Cable beats up Wolverine, yeah. Um, is it Pixie who flies in and says a friend of hers has gone missing on the dark side of the island? The other, what was uh,
2: it? No, it's curse that, that, oh, curse. that comes up. Yeah. yeah. But Pixie, so Pixie and Armor are there and we find out that, uh, that Nate Cable's like tells Wolverine, yeah, I got to go because I'm, I'm going on a double date later. Oh and yeah. We never, we never really find out which of them that he's going on the double date with. <laughs> so True. So I thought that was rather interesting. Um, but yeah, so Curse comes up and tells him that his friend Fauna is missing on the other side of the island, yeah. which is the monster part of the island. Yes. Yes. So Pixie in Armor and Cable go to find the missing.
0: Yes. Fauna. They go to recreate the fable of the lion and the mouse. Correct. And the metaphorical thorn in this monster's paw is what, Brian?
2: Uh, it's it's a sword.
0: A sword belonging to what intergalactic chivalric order?
2: Uh, the, oh God, what's their name? Space
0: Knights. They're Space Space Knights. Knights. Thank you, yes. As in Rom and- As in uh... Rom
2: the Space Knight,
0: yes. Correct. I expected you to be more excited about this. Where is Mike when we need him? Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna say, Rom
2: is not my thing, man. Um... Yes, but you're say, older I, than
0: me. You should. Oh, no, that's fair. That's fair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, uh, my personal favorite part of this is so they sw- Pixie and Cable swoop in and, like, they've this kid, and there's this big, you know, essentially lion-type monster creature. And Pixie's like, all right, stay here and just stay safe. And she sprinkles her dust on him to keep him calm. And then it shows the battle through his eyes. Yes. <laughs> and, like,. The monster now is this giant stuffed animal lion. <laughs> and when Cable throws one of his grenades at it, it explodes and it's a glitter bomb that just goes off.
0: Yeah, that was great. It's
2: so good. Um, and then we get a moment between uh, Armor and Cable.
0: Yeah. Armor is so good.
2: Like, armor has been this
0: entire yeah. dawn of x-line is like yeah. hey everybody did you know how great armor is well now you do
2: even age of x-man uh when they were doing the next gen stuff in that yeah she was so uh, like everything she's been in for the last probably year and a half two years has been great
0: uh, i need armor in an x-men movie stat yeah, armor is... and blob herman and gold balls if i can just get these three <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be real good. Um, I
2: can't I can't wait for the fallout of this.
0: Yeah, no, this will be cool. Well, have you heard what the ne- the the first big uh, X Men event under this new status quo is called? No, Ten of Swords. Oh my God! There's a well, uh, promo it- art with like stop for a second and think about how many X Men fight using swords. Oh yeah, there's promo art with all of them.
1: <laughs>
0: it's Hickman and Teeny Howard co writing. <laughs> And we
2: definitely get to add Cable to that now, because he literally says, oh, hey, you know, big guns were the old guy's thing. I've got a fucking sword. (laughs) I always wanted a sword. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Oh, so good.
0: The Ten of Swords thing also ties into all that uh, tarot imagery in House of X and Powers of Ten.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, Galadorian. That was the that that's the, that was the race I was trying to think of. Oh yeah. yeah. So the the, the the space knights are from the Galadorian and Gallifrey. And got it.
1: <laughs>
2: wow. Um. Yeah. So that shows up, and then we also get a tease at the very end, which was super interesting.
0: Yep. In another place at another time. There's an old man cable again. OG cable. OG yeah. short being for old guy. O- old guy. Yeah. Old guy cable. Yeah. Yeah, um, we would be remiss before we move on to not mention one more quarry battle: Dazzler versus Jubilee. Yes, but I'd... that one had to be hard. That one had to be hard to watch.
1: Right? Oh my god, just Sparkle fighting!
0: <laughs> I don't think we should spoil who wins. No, I want to see it fight. for myself. I mean, it's just a, a text page, but you'll you'll read it. For oh yourself.
1: come on! You don't get to yeah.
0: see the yeah.
1: The, uh... How do you have, I can't even, are you kidding? No. Marvel, Mm
2: -hmm. Marvel, you free of charge. Here it is. Here it is. One of the annuals for the first year, for the first annuals, just needs to, you don't even have to have words to them. Just needs to be each of
0: these battles
2: drawn, drawn out.
1: I'm with glitter.
0: Here is here is my other request for a Marvel Cinematic Universe X-Men scene. You guys can have this one. Uh Dazzler and Boom-Boom fighting to boom shake the room. My god. Uh, I didn't know I need boom it boom. until I needed it. X-Men, number eight. Because that's also fine. So um, uh, remember that egg that the New Mutants uh, stole in New Mutants? Yeah. That everyone said, don't touch that. That egg will bring you nothing good upon you. Yeah. So Brew is in this issue. I love Brew. <laughs> Brew is great. Brew stops in to say hi and recognizes this egg. What am egg, Brian? Uh. Egg am king egg of
2: brood. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh. Stupid. Yeah. Brood kind of freaks out when he sees it, and he's like, "Um, you y- y- you do know that um, when one of these forms like." The Brood Queens can smell it from, like, three galaxies away. (laughs) And they can't not come for it.
0: And then those Brood Space Whales just start crashing into Krakoa around them. with 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 Brood pouring out of it, yeah. Um, Meanwhile, there seems to be a little bit of strife between the Captain Commander and one of his captains.
2: Yeah, well, super brief before that. So, this first one crashes, right? And... Iliana is a commander, right?
0: Yeah.
2: So she literally she like it's the it's all the new mutants that were sitting there. And her, my favorite line is this it's this giant dead space whale, right? Carcass of a space whale that the brood are pouring out of it's just massive. And and Ilyana looks at Magma and goes, Hey Magma. Yeah. Say hello. And this giant magma spout just comes out and just obliterates the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. like there you go. Ah <sighs> so good
0: so scott and magic are at odds yeah he uh he
2: he basically he's like okay so we know what happened in nebraska um is is that team okay like do we need to do we need to do stuff about that is that in this one or is that a new mute
0: you're putting it much more nicely than he did that was in this one this was the yeah you guys fucked up i need you to rein it in conversation yeah, and she's like yeah. look we didn't kill any humans humans killed each other and it would have been a lot worse if we weren't there right so fuck you scott anyway i like <laughs> essentially magic even more.
2: essentially that's what she says. she's like no they're fine and by the way uh yeah don't worry about it and fuck off is essentially what it
0: is. yeah yeah and then her team has a space egg that brings brood yeah then there's yeah.
2: that <laughs> it's not
0: gonna be a great day for magic but she's not wrong
2: and we also find out what happened to the star jammers
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oops Yeah. In case you thought you could get away only reading X-Men and not New Mutants, we warned you.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So it turns out in Shire Space, there's an accuser in the edge of Shire Space who has all of the uh, Starjammers captive.
0: Because they were supposed to steal the king egg and bring it to him. And bring it to him.
2: Uh, But the best is the fact that all of the Starjammers are in in chains, uh, not chains, but like, you know, handcuffs, essentially like captured, right? And all beaten up by the accuser. And then we turn and see who the accuser is talking to. And it's a hologram image of a sunspot of Roberta da Costa, Right. And he's like making a deal with the accuser. Yeah. And that conversation is just delightful.
0: We're going to make a deal. Here's what it is. And you're going to accept it. Because frankly, I'm not interested in enough to make any other deal.
2: <laughs> yes. Mm. He, and he's like. Well what wh- what is your thing? Well, you know, I could ask you to just beat up the Star Jammers a little more because I would really enjoy that and they deserve it, but <laughs> instead. Yeah. You're going to let them go, right? Yeah.
0: All right. Now, Brian, we can talk yes. about New Mutants number 9.
2: Uh this is um so right after there's the conversation about um you know, no, they're fine. Um, they go off and, and screw stuff up again. Turns out there is in Carnelia, which is another little um, Eastern European Marvel-created nation,
0: Soviet satellite state that became an independent state in 1991. Correct. Um, there
2: is a new, a new mutant, <laughs> a develop, a, a mutant, a person who has uncovered, unlocked their mutant powers, yes. who. Warps reality, and it is very much a uh, Legion, Warlock, um, super trippy, reality-bending type power.
0: And Carnelia, it's worth noting, not only does not acknowledge the sovereignty of Krakoa, but basically the official state stance is mutants don't exist. Right. Right. Um. So she is being held in a government facility, no control of her powers because she's sort of trapped in this bubble of alternate reality around her. Yeah. And the Carnelian military is there and they keep sending people in who keep not coming out. So the mutants show up and they're like, you know what? We're going to let you go in because either you solve this and we don't have to fuck with it anymore or that's five fewer mutants Mm -hmm.
2: uh point of order the uh the magic cyclops conversation was in this oh it was in
0: this book yeah okay these books do kind of blend they they run together and yet
2: with a few exceptions you really do need to read all of these well
0: Mm -hmm. and the reason i thought it was an x-men is because in the battlefield that same tension is there between magic and scott a little bit yes yeah Um, but yeah, so,
2: so Boom Boom gets this group together to go to this place to save the girl. And, you know, one of the questions Danielle has is, wait, so did the uh, Quiet Council approve this mission? (laughs) She's like, uh, well, she needs our help and that country doesn't recognize mutants and blah, blah, blah. Danielle's like, you didn't answer my question. To which Boom Boom goes, you you ever heard the phrase, it's better to ask forgiveness, to beg forgiveness than ask permission? (laughs) So the answer is, of course, no. Right after, literally, this is the page after Ilyana has told him, no, they're fine, don't worry about it, (laughs) fuck off.
0: (laughs) I mean, in Boom Boom's defense, one, she's Boom Boom. Two, Kate's dead right now, so it's not like the Marauders can go do it. (laughs) And Carnelia's landlocked anyway. Yeah, there you go. And three, when Kate comes back to life, I need Boom Boom to join the Marauders. Please and thank you. (laughs) Oh... Oh, that would. Mm, I need mean, boom boom and armor in all of the
2: books. <laughs> I'm good with that. I am good with that. Um, we also get another another Mondo scene. Yes, which was, which was really good. So Cipher asks Mondo to bond with Krakoa again, so he can speak directly to Krakoa. Yeah, <laughs> and and he's like, "No." He's like, you remember the last time you asked me to do this? I told you if you asked me again, I was going to punch you in the face. <laughs> and Doug's like, "I do remember that," and. If this works, getting punched in the face is worth it. And Mondo's like, oh, not just one. (laughs) (laughs) But then, of course, he does it. And it's,
0: yes, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, it's a good time for X-Men. It's real good. Ghosted in LA, number nine.
1: Yeah, this one had some tempers.
0: Yeah, so I read eight and nine together. I'm a little blurry on where one starts and one ends.
1: This is where Zola and What's-His-Name are fighting because Zola thinks he's jealous that yes. Daphne likes him.
0: The door opens at the end of eight, right?
1: It, technically, it opened at the end of, like, seven. And then eight is all...
0: Eight's the, can we send a soul away? Can we send a ghost away? Right. Yeah.
2: So would I be right in describing the series as a spiritual successor to a CW show?
0: It feels like a CW show in like all the good ways.
1: It's like if a CW show was written well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Now that feels mean when you put it
1: that way. Oh, I'm sorry. CW shows are not for me.
0: You know, they're doing an episode of uh, Legends of Tomorrow that takes place during the filming of an an episode of Supernatural.
1: (laughs) Now, that show is for me, though. I do love Legends.
2: Legends is just... Legends is the CW superhero equivalent of Dark Metal. It's just fun. It's just fun to watch.
1: It's like they went, we know this is fucking ridiculous. We're not (laughs) trying to make it good. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Also, how good is their new title sequence post-crisis? Oh, my God. It's like a Doctor Who opening on acid. Yes. Um but yes, Ghosted in LA has kind of those vibes, Brian. It would make a good CW show.
1: It would make a very good CW show. Uh, I would I would actually love to see this on like Hulu or something. Yeah. I think it would be very, very good.
0: Uh well if you want more of it, uh Cena Grace has tweeted saying that the plan was always twelve issues, but if the trades do well enough, it could keep going.
1: Y'all buy these fucking trades. It's so good. I love it. Oh yeah, but yeah, so this issue. Yeah. Um
0: this Turns is also out- we get roommates backstory, right?
1: Yeah. Was that this one Because or- I, think- I read them both too. <laughs> oh.
0: I think that's this one. Uh, I think um I think this one starts with like the at the same time the main character had the fight with her best friend in Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. She was in Amsterdam?
2: Yes. Is that a question?
1: You're yeah i can't I can't remember I can't remember exactly where she was Amsterdam oh, sounds Ryan. right. okay, where are we going? huh Brian said was that a question? You're coming with me exactly <laughs> so I said where are we going anyway yeah, so so it, it Viborg, showing... Denmark, oh okay, ah. Denmark. never mind.
0: something is rotten in Denmark,
1: and it's Jesus. no, it's not jesus, <laughs> but this 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 chick is like she's the child of like scientist parents, and she has somehow found Jesus. Yes, one and of those. Making that the most important thing in her life.
0: One of those rebellious Christians.
1: She is. It's weird to see it that way. Especially when
2: you consider, like, the whole start of Christianity was rebellious.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, look, if we're going to talk about what Christianity is in 2020, it's pretty far afield of what it started as. Uh, that is impossible to argue. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> oh. Anyway. So this girl, yeah. um, she's just found out that ghosts are real and she does not agree with the fact that ghosts are real. <laughs> so she wants to put an end to the fact that ghosts are real. It's pretty awful and yeah. um, scary for, you know, all the ghosts at Rycroft Manor. Also, is it Rycroft? It is Rycroft.
0: Yes. Also, now that the door is open, the writing is on the wall.
1: Literally. <laughs>
0: Literally. uh, For Aggie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What secrets has Aggie been keeping? She's like got her dead family locked away or something.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Yeah.
1: It's got to be that.
0: I was more right than I knew. <laughs> you really were. Like, this book can take some Riverdale twists at any point now. Oh, yeah. um,
1: oh I hated that Bernard broke up with what's-his-name. Yes. I mean, not broke up, but, like... Ghosted? Ghosted. <laughs> oh, he was ghosted in L.A. Uh Oh, boy. It was, so, and then he's like, he's like spying on him. He's, he's doing the, his equivalent of Facebook stalking, which is actually fucking showing up where he is. Yeah. And stalking. Oh, it was so, so, uh, uh, I don't, I don't even.
0: Florian does seem pretty great though. I am here for Florian.
1: Yeah, but I do agree with Bernard. Florian? His name is Florian? I mean, I have no right to be mad, but his name is Florian? <laughs> <laughs> uh like hey bro your name is bernard
0: that's true that's true catwoman number 21 yeah so catwoman
2: defeats the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and you know it's in... been
0: a minute since i've read this
2: book <laughs> no, no she really kind of does
0: um where and... where is she for deceased
2: <laughs> exactly um But more importantly, she ends her time in Villa Hermosa. And the last scene is her and her sister in their car driving back to Gotham City. Cool. And this, the the story, her story will pick up in the Catwoman 80th anniversary book that is coming out, which is, you know... One of DC's, oh, hey, we sold nine, ten covers for Action 1000 and Detective Comics 1000.
0: Let's (laughs) do it for
2: all our books.
0: So (laughs) I want to talk about that real quick, but I kind of have to call spoilers to talk about what I want to talk about in the 80th anniversary Catwoman book. Okay. Um... Have you two seen the art from Batman Catwoman that Tom King has been sharing lately? No, I don't no. want to know anything before I get the How did I, did I not
1: see this? Is it on the Twitters?
0: Uh, it is on the Twitters. Brian, I don't know how you can be a part of this conversation if you don't want spoilers. So I guess take off your headphones and I'll give you a thumbs up when you can put them back on. Okay. Uh I'm
1: going, I'm going to the Twitters. Oh Tom King tweets a lot.
0: Hang on, I've got one here for you. I'm texting it to you now. Oh. So in the Catwoman eightieth issue, there is a Tom King, Makel I think is the artist on it, story called helena
1: i mean well i mean i mean i mean we did get those like jump to the future things in some batman issues yep so um so um um so yeah also it's it's not cancer
0: all right so my advice brian if you don't
1: want spoilers
0: yeah do not read the table of contents for the 80th catwoman issue yeah Oh, okay. Just read the book? Just read the book. Skip the title page. Oh, okay, okay. Where, where it tells the name of each story? Yes. Okay. There is a Tom King story in there that I okay. think will lead into Batman Catwoman. Okay, all right. And maybe mute him on Twitter for a minute, because he's been oh, putting some... I mean,
1: he doesn't get on Twitter anyway. Eh, so. true.
0: Yeah, true. Like, yeah.
1: once every six months. <laughs>
0: that's... Hey, hey, it's like once every three
2: months. oh
1: okay right you've increased a (laughs) bit
0: don't look at art for that book before it comes out fair enough fair enough um anything else on this issue of catwoman uh no no the terrifics number 26 brian
2: (laughs) so i don't think we, we mentioned we didn't i read 25 and 26 25 was a choose your own adventure book which was amazing it was great it was awesome We start a new story here where we find out something very, very important about Simon Um, Stagg. And you get this on like the first page. So I'm going to go ahead and spoil it right now. Um, He has cancer and is going to die. So of course he does what Simon Stagg would do in this situation and makes an awful deal with somebody to give him more time. Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, And that leads to the rest of this issue, which is, you know, yeah, it's good. I like it. Cool. Uh, would you say it's terrific? I would say it is terrific. And, you know, Plastic Man really is just great on this team.
0: <laughs> yeah. I need to catch up on this book. I need to get some trades. Yeah. All right. Last one. Young Justice number 14. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I need a Bart Allen sideways team up book. Yeah.
2: So I, I, I counted while my headphones were off, while you guys were discussing the Catwoman stuff. Um, There are 15 heroes in this book. And yet, somehow, they like all get time. I, they do. Um, it is so, so. Just a quick recap: We already had the team together that had already teamed up with uh, the Wonder Twins, Anna and Jaina, the Dilates for Hero, Summer and Miguel, uh, and then we have obviously, you know, the 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 ones that were from this new incarnation of Young Justice, which is Drake, <laughs> aka Robin, uh, Amethyst, Jenny Hex, Wonder Girl, Teen Lantern, Naomi, and. Uh, bart impulse yep um and the first part of this starts out with bart going around recruiting um arrowette uh aqualad spoiler and sideways yes so now we have all of those people here and there are just some wonderful wonderful interactions in this um they show up and they're like in this desert looking at um uh a star labs facility, right. Yeah. And trying to figure out how the best way to approach it is. And si- they cut sideways and the new people come through in, in, in a Jeep and um, spoilers. First line is, uh, so what's the plan? Cause standing around here in the sun is a terrible idea. Uh, unless it was Robins
1: <laughs>
2: to which Aqualad immediately says, yeah, I'm already too hot. And I was not told about a desert setting, <laughs> which is important because two pages later when they're attacked, we get, wonder twin powers
0: activate shape of whatever that thing is
2: (laughs) yeah we get Jaina going shape of whatever the hell these things are that we're fighting (laughs) and we get zan going form of a hurricane of hard water to power up my new friend here and Jaina goes what what are you talking about and then the next panel is aqualad going oh yeah (laughs) riding the tornado (laughs) yes it's like, oh my god, this is brilliant. <laughs> so 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 good. Yeah.
0: Um also we we see uh Connor rescued from Scarterus. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love Warlord's just kind of monologue trailing off after he's already gone.
2: <laughs> yes. Well, and I love that. So for those of you who do not know Warlord's history, right, he was an Air Force pilot uh from the regular you know regular world and he cr- ended up crash landing in starters right so he has been gone from you know the the regular world for quite a while now and his comment after they're gone is oh crap should have asked him how shield ended
0: specifically the shield not like agents right. of shield not agents of shield
2: the shield which was which is what 20 something years old at this point yeah yeah yes
0: did i tell him that anything's possible as long as he keeps his friends nearby yeah i told him that right yeah
2: i told him that that's good <laughs> yes
0: that's <so> like, good <laughs> i guess i'm not in this story anymore
2: i love i love this book it is this is another one of those that is just fun to read every month yes
0: yes is it still good brian The man who effed up time, number two. Um, so um our hero goes back to
2: fix a lot of to fix all the things that he screwed up before and comes back and finds it worse.
0: Batman of the Outsiders, number eleven, Brian. Um, let's see. Batman
2: starts training Sophia uh, and guiding her to make choices about who she wants to be, while the rest of the Outsiders face off against uh, um, I don't think they have a name, but essentially um, uh, who is it? Curse? Not Curse. Um, Caliber and
0: yeah. uh, Ishmael and the dude from Hill's Detective Comics run that set up Batman and the Outsiders, whose name I do not remember. That's uh, that, He's the one that I got stuck on that I was trying yeah. to remember. But anyway, yeah, they face off
2: against them. And uh, yeah. Racia's like lackeys. Yes, Racia's lackeys. And I do specifically like uh, um, Signal asks Orphan at one point, um, you know, your mother's here fighting with us. And she's like, yeah, I know. Can we trust her? And her answer is yes, to be what she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, oof. All right there you go
0: Batman's Grave number six Brian Uh, this
2: is um, Batman and Gordon trying to escape from Arkham Asylum and they
0: make it Dollhouse Family number five Jen
1: Alice's leg grows back and somebody makes a deal with the dollhouse
0: The Flash number 751
2: Brian uh, we discover Godspeed's real motivations in fighting Barry and uh, get to relive a moment from
0: Crisis on Infinite Earths in modern times. Speaking of Crisis, apparently Paradox feeds off of Crisis energy? Yes. Superman number 21, Brian. <laughs> ah,
2: um, Superman...
0: Superman... Uh, let's see.
2: Mm, Superman gets by with a little help from his friends.
0: Wonder Woman number
2: 753, Brian. Oh, wow. I read a lot this week. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Wonder Woman helps the Iron Maiden find her destiny or her next adventure and justifies it to the Boston Police
0: Department. Avengers number 32. Everybody who dislikes the Avengers considers getting together. The Immortal Hulk number 32. Uh, everybody loves Zinmu, and Robert Banner breaks a mirror. Nebula number two. Uh, Nebula can't remember who she is but she makes a friend or maybe Nebula can't remember who she is so she makes a friend venom number 24 uh Eddie Brock realizes his worst nightmares as uh Dylan learns that he can remote pilot symbiotes next week's books to read there next week's books to read Brian yes sir tell me about Nomen omen volume one so noman omen
2: uh yeah the first whole arc is done uh I have I think I've mentioned it a couple times on the show already how much I enjoyed this yeah so, I just wanted to put out that the trade, if you were waiting to do it in trade is coming out. So if you have not read it, uh, it is a recommend to pick up.
0: Yeah. I read and dug the first issue and I'm looking forward to reading this in trade. Yeah. Like for me, just the way I read comics, the trade yeah. is the right call. Uh,
2: I, I, it is the right call. And I would, you know, if you, if I hadn't already been invested in this, in the singles, yeah. the trade is probably a better way to read this. probably though. So.
0: Jen. Yeah. Money Shot Volume 1.
1: Yeah, if you didn't read Money Shot, it's time. Go and get it. It's so good. If you like weird crazy sex positive stuff go get this book.
0: Would you say the time has come?
1: The time has come. Yes.
0: Alienated number two. I'm mentioning the number two because I don't think we talked about number one. It must have been in like the week we did the best of episode. But there is a reprint of number one coming out this week with number two. Um, This is Cy Spurrier writing a limited series about these three kids who are walking to school and come across this like pod hanging from from a tree in the woods. And their thoughts become connected with each other. So they're constantly hearing what all the others are thinking.
1: And then they can morph into animals. No. Oh, okay.
0: Then the school bully figures out something is up. And they go back to the woods to check out this pod. At the same time, the school, bullies, school, bu- school bully is like... <laughs> that's easy for me to say. The school bully is like, hey, whatever this is, I want in. And then the pod hatches and it's a little alien. Oh. Who they can also read the mind of.
1: And this is not animorph.
0: This is not Animorphs. Okay. Uh, but
1: he's kind of anamorph. It's... Uh
0: without them morphing into animals um it's very good it's very fun strong recommend brian yes sir
2: outlawed number one so this is uh coming out of incoming and this is does that make it it, it outgoing yeah i guess so this (laughs) is essentially like the alpha you know how they've been doing alpha and omega issues of, of things this is essentially like the alpha this is the kickoff of the fact that the United States is going to pass a law that outlaws team superheroes. Kamala's law.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Essentially>. <laughs> um and um this is going to spin out into like three or four other yeah. little uh miniseries. It'll
0: affect Miss Marvel and Miles Morales yeah. Spider Man. There's a yep. Power Pack mini series.
2: Yep, there's a Power Pack, there's
0: and Champions. Yep. Champions uh, is there's... coming back as an ongoing, I think.
2: Uh yeah. Uh, their uh, ghost spider is getting yeah. hit with it. I get, you know, whatever. Uh, there is, uh, <laughs> there's going to be a new warriors book. Yes. That is affected by it. Uh, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And then you already mentioned power pack, which is, I'm super excited yeah. about. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I'm, Gonna pick that up because about at least half of those books I'm interested
0: in. And this is Eve Ewing <laughs> writing, and Eve Ewing did a great yeah. job on Ironheart. Mm. Yep. Eve Ewing will also be writing the Champions book that starts back up out of this. Mm-hmm. Man,
1: come on! I had like zero interest in all this, and then you tell me that, and I'm like. <laughs> and she did an
0: interview last week or week before about about uh, Outlawed and what's coming up. And basically, the question, paraphrasing, is you know, what's the difference between this and something like Civil War? because that's what all the marketing kind of compared it to and her answer was that you know this is not about superheroes fighting superheroes as much as it is about how these teenage superheroes come together to support each other with these governmental restrictions being put on them so like i'm way more for that kind of take than i am for the girl let's fight version
2: right yeah it it would almost be like in the first the original Civil civil war if superheroes hadn't sided on the side of the government, right? Right. But the government had passed the registration law anyway, and all the superheroes had teamed up to support each other to kind of fight against it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes more sense to me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, X-Ray Robot number one. This is a new, I think, four-issue miniseries from Mike Allred and Laura Allred, and I think Lee Allred is writing. It's an Allred family jam. Um, I like their stuff. I'm gonna pick it up. Uh, Brian. Yes, indeed. Spider-Woman number one. Yeah. And I would note specifically, <laughs> when you sent me your list, you sent me I a variant. That
1: art germ variant. Art germ, art germ variant. variant.
0: Yeah,
2: hell yeah, I did, because... <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, Yeah, Spider Woman number one, Jessica Drew is coming back. I I love like the first line in the solicitation. I absolutely love it. Like Jessica Drew hasn't been feeling herself lately. She's not a skull. We promise.
0: Or a scroll. Oh, what did I say? Skull. You said a skull. Yeah. (laughs) Skull or
2: scroll? Either one. It's not either one of those things.
0: Yeah, it's really weird that they would say it right. She's not a skull. That kind of makes me think she might be a skull.
2: (laughs) Well, it was. They were kind of, you know, leaning into that whole her coming back
0: as a Punisher thing, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, you know, we 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 called we called uh, Gwen Stacy of Earth sixty five Spider or a Ghost Spider. We really regret that decision now that we're doing a Ghost Rider Spider Woman.
2: <laughs> wow, that's great. um but no, this is this is gonna be her in a new book, and I am super, super excited about it because I, I love Jessica Drew
0: Yes, and I want more. All right. Anything else before we wrap it up? No. Oh cool. We would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. You can visit our website, panelologypodcast.com, and submit questions to us. You can support us on patreon.com slash panelology. You can buy merch at bit.ly slash panelology merch. Capital P, capital M. I'm Alex.
1: I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian.
0: Go read comics and wash your hands.
1: Definitely wash your hands.